This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the New Hunter's Guide, the podcast helping new hunters get started and helping active hunters learn new things. I'm your host, George Kanitas, and today we're going to be talking about how do you field dress a deer. Now this is specifically for new hunters. You've either never done this before, or maybe you've watched somebody do it, or maybe you sort of muddled through it one time, but you know, the idea here is... Uh, how do you take care of this animal once you actually take it? Now, I'm putting this show up before I actually get into deer hunting tactics and how do you take a deer and how do you hunt them and all of those items for this reason, and that is you could go out with no tactics, with no strategy, with no plan, and get lucky. It could happen. It's doable. It's happened before. You could just walk out into the woods and while you're walking to your spot, deer walks right in front of you and you take a shot and you've got it and you don't know what you're doing and then what do you do after that? So in my opinion, field dressing and then what do you do with that deer comes before how to hunt the deer and how to actually go about you know that part of the, of the sport. <clears throat> so field dressing a deer is something that is a little bit... Uh, people can get squeamish about. You know, if you were in high school and you had to dissect animals and do those kinds of things, some people were really into it. They they thought it was the coolest thing. Some people were okay with it. And, you know, it's not something they would choose to do, uh, but didn't really bother them. Some people, it sort of was unnerving, didn't really like it. And some people absolutely hated it. Uh, I personally was on the latter end of that spectrum. I hated dissecting animals in school. To me, it was one of the grossest things. It was 
just I was really squeamish. It was really difficult. I never wanted to do it. Didn't even want to see the animals. You know, didn't want to watch other people do it. I've never been one that's into medical stuff. I don't like the sight of blood. I don't like tending, you know, wounds or things like that. I don't want to hear about medical stories. I don't want to hear about operations. Uh, I don't like any of that stuff. In fact, I'm, I'm really far on the spectrum of don't like that stuff. Some people actually pass out in those kind of situations. I'm not that far, but I really, really don't like it. So that said, I was able to learn how to field dress a deer, how to remove the guts and all of that, and able to do it, and it didn't bother me. I got to the point where I was able to prepare myself and think about it and do my research and watch enough videos, and then when the time came, it was no big deal. Uh, in fact, the people that were there around me, they, they were a lot more squeamish about it than I was. So no matter where you fall on that spectrum, if you're prepared and you're ready and you know what you're getting into, you can totally overcome those feelings and maybe that, that gross or yuck factor. So uh, we were going to talk about that today. Now I've got some resources for you guys that are on the website, newhuntersguide.com. I'll talk about them a little bit. There's some videos and some more information that you can watch. But how do you do this? Now, obviously, I cannot show you how to do it. This is a podcast. So what I'm going to do is, on the website, I'm going to put six or seven videos of different people, field dressing deer. Um, there is no one best way to do this. There are some general best practices there are some things that you're going to do pretty much every time, but there's a lot of variations. There's a lot of things you can do a little bit differently. There, not one of these seven videos is the best video. There's no one best way, no one best video. There may be one that's best for you, and you'll have to, to figure that out, but there's no one best approach overall. I personally borrowed from a couple different videos to, to form sort of my approach. And that's what I'm going to just sort of briefly talk you through today. But what you want to do, and this is the most important thing you can do to field dress a deer. Go out and watch a lot of videos. Watch all seven videos that I have for you guys on the website for under the show notes for this episode, newhuntersguide.com. Watch every single video and study them. And watch some more videos on top of that to the point where you can see what's going on. You understand the different parts of the anatomy and you can judge for yourself which techniques you like more than others. If you can get to the point where you can say, hmm, I think I would rather do that than that, then you're, you're in a good spot. Then you're ready. Then you're able to do it. You're able to make the right decisions. So what do you do? Uh, of course, the most important thing of taking a deer is shot placement. And we're going to talk about that more in the future. But you want to shoot the deer essentially in the, the lower front quarter. That's where the vital organs are. You do not want to shoot a deer under any circumstance, under any case whatsoever on planet Earth in the back half. Uh, if you shoot a deer in the back half, you're going to puncture the guts and you're gonna create an experience that is miserable. Uh, that's the single most important advice I can give you. If you shoot a deer in the front quarter, the front lower quarter, and it dies, you know, quickly, or even even if it's a, you know, not a great shot and it takes a while and you gotta chase it a little bit, that's all right. 
as long as you don't shoot it in the guts, in the back half. And if you field dress the deer and you don't puncture the guts in the process, you will have a very quick, very easy, relatively simple process. It takes about five minutes to field dress a deer. 10 minutes if you're really slow or terrible at it. Um, once you make that first incision, once, once you pull out your knife and makes the first cut, you should be done within about five minutes to 10 minutes, somewhere in that range. So if you're like, man, I really don't like this part of hunting. I'm, I'm not a big fan of this. Look, you can do anything for five or 10 minutes. It's not a big deal. I mean, you're, you do it and it's done. You just put it out of your mind. It's not that bad. So what you want to do, you've taken the deer, you had good shot placement. If you don't have a good shot, you don't take the shot. That's the bottom line. It's better to not shoot than it is to take an animal by shooting it in the back half. Don't believe me? Try it once. It's just better to not take that shot and wait for another shot or wait for another animal. So you got the shot, the deer's down. What you want to do is you're going to start in the, the very back. You're going to make your first incision between the legs and you're essentially going to work around the area there. You got to remove um, the all the connective tissue around uh, the rear where all the where all the junk comes out. You want to tie that up or or pull it out, and then you want to slice up through the middle. Always being careful for um, you know not puncturing the intestines. So the biggest keys here are a very sharp knife, small knife and some good gloves. I recommend you get some, some deer gutting gloves. They go you know, all the way up to your shoulder maybe. And then put another pair of rubber gloves over top of those. So on your hands, you got two pairs of gloves in case one gets punctured, which is easy to do. So you wanna do that, you wanna be careful. And essentially, you know, it's hard to just sort of talk you through it without being able to show it, which is why I've got all these videos for you guys to look at. But essentially, you're going to cut up through the middle. You're going to reach in. You're going to you're going to have to reach under, cut the windpipe, and then pull everything down and out, cut away all the loose stuff that's holding it in, and plop, there it all goes. So it's, it's you know, it's, it's it, it really is a simple process. There's a few pieces of it that take some care and, and some nuance. But at the end of the day, it's, it's quick. It's easy. I, I'm just going to spend more time talking about it today than it actually takes to do it just because you need to have some idea of what's going to happen. I, I've heard horror stories of people doing the dumbest things you could imagine trying to gut a deer the first time. And just it takes them hours and they ruin half of the meat and it's just totally unnecessary with five minutes of instruction you could have avoided all that so i'm just going to give you guys some quick tips uh, so number one gloves well no number one shot placement number two gloves number three sharp knife number four when you're you're getting the deer some people they like to, to make the incision all the way up until the ribs and then sort of try to reach under the rib cage and do everything kind of blindly uh, if you're trying to mount the head or mount the shoulders of the animal, you might have to do that. My thought on that is forget it. Just you get a, a, a decent sized knife. You can just pull right up through, cut right up through the middle of the ribs and the brisket. Easy. Took me literally 30 seconds. 
and then you've got the lungs, you've got the, the chest cavity wide open. You can see everything. You can pull everything out. It's easy. I think it's safer, to tell you the truth. And it's a lot less weird just trying to reach your hands into somewhere you can't see or don't know what's going on. That's kind of odd. But I would say do that. You want to keep the animal, if you can, uh, on, a, on some sort of an incline or a hill. If you've got a hill... You want the head at the top of the hill, and you want the hindquarters at the bottom of the hill, so all the stuff can just roll out and flow out as you're doing it. Uh, the big thing here is make sure that you don't puncture the guts, and that if there's still any droppings or feces left in the, the intestines, you don't want any of that to get inside of the animal, because it could taint the meat. Uh, the other thing is heat. Uh, depending on where you are in the country or just the time of the, the weather for that time of year, it could be warm. So you want to field dress the deer quickly, uh, within 30 minutes of the deer dying, if possible. Faster is better, because here's what's going to happen. Um, as soon as the deer dies, bacteria and stuff are going to start to develop. You're going to start to get gases that are inside of the animal. It's going to start to bloat a little bit. The, the longer that, that goes on, the more that's going to be in there. Uh, if it's really warm, you risk bacteria starting to, to become a contaminant. Uh, you get odors and things like that. If it's really cold, you've got some more leeway. You've got some more time before it's as big of a deal. But you want to do it immediately. It'll be faster, easier, and less difficult. So field dress the deer right away. Um, and then what you want to do is you want to take care towards the hind quarters, especially if it's warm out, you might want to put some ice in the, in the cavity there. If you're, after you're able to wash it out a little bit before you can get it to where it needs to go, um, that'll help keep anything from spoiling. And if it's cold, it's not so big of a deal, but you just want to be careful with respect to that. Temperature is everything. If it's a day where it's freezing, you know, so many things aren't a big deal. If it's 70 or 80 out, then you got to move real quick. You got to be real thoughtful. So a lot of people might take pictures for an hour and call people and tell people and then drag the animal somewhere more convenient. Look, if you want to take a quick picture, take a quick picture, but it behooves you to take care of this operation quickly and as soon as you can get to somewhere where you can you can concentrate or you have enough light to do it. So do that. Take care of it quickly. Another point is make sure you have a headlamp. You can get a little headlamp, just straps right on your head, kind of like a weird looking hat for like, go to Harbor Freight, you get one for $3. Go to Walmart, you can probably get one for the same price. Always have one of these in your backpack because you never know if you might take a deer at the end of the day or towards the end of the day or just in a low light situation when you can't see well that three bucks will be the best three bucks you've ever spent so you got your gloves you got your knife you got your little headlamp um, you know there's not a whole lot more to say about it other than you just need to watch it done again and again and again by different people so my journey was kind of like this. The first time I watched a, a, a video on somebody field dressing a deer, I was just like ready to throw up, couldn't stand it. 
you know, couldn't even watch the whole video the first time. Came back a couple days later, tried it again, watched another video. It was pretty much a similar experience. Came back a couple days later, watched another video, watched another one, watched another one. And I started to become more okay with it. The more I watched. Uh, and what helped me is I like to cook. Right, so I like to cook chicken, I like to cook beef, I like to get big cuts of beef, I like to get whole chickens, um, turkeys, all those kind of things. I like to cook, so I'm, I'm comfortable with an animal, with meat, um, at, at a certain level, right? So I would get a whole side of beef or, or a, whole, you know, a whole strip loin or a whole rib loin or something, and work with that and cut it and break it down and get a whole chicken and maybe debone it or quarter it. I'm fine at that level. So in my mind, I had to make the jump of, okay, you're going from a, an animal that is still has the skin on and the guts in it to the point where there's no skin and there's no guts. And it was just, it, there was this transition I had to make in my head from animal to food. When I was able to cross that bridge from animal to food, it was less like an operation and more like cooking preparation. And when I, I was able to make that jump in my mind, all of a sudden I wasn't grossed out anymore. All of a sudden it wasn't something that was made me squeamish. Uh, it was a little weird that first time, but I, I didn't have any of those feelings. In fact, Another reason you should do it immediately is just the adrenaline is still pumping from, yes, I did it, I got it, I made the shot, I got my first deer, and while you still have that adrenaline, just go ahead and, and, and do the field dressing right then and there. Don't, don't give your, brain, uh, your, your mind a time to, to break there. So, But if you can make that transition from animal to food, from living thing to dinner, I think that becomes a lot easier. And as I watched more videos, I looked at some recipes even, I was able to make that, get over that mental hurdle, whatever that is. And all of a sudden it was like, okay, if this is, this is not a weird thing, it's not an unheard of thing. It, you know, the difference between this and what I do in my kitchen is just a couple steps, right? So I think that's the best thing you can do. Just watch a lot of video, watch enough videos until you feel comfortable until you feel confident that you could do it. Watch them again and again. You know, maybe watch these videos on in the show notes and then come back in a couple weeks and watch them all again. Jump on YouTube, find a few more. Like I said, once you get confident and once you feel like, yeah, I can do this, you're there. That's, that's all you need. Once you're able to look at three people's techniques and say, I don't want to do that, but I do like this one, not a big fan of that technique, I think this is what I would do, then you're ready. Because you're able to remember what to do, you're able to remember the differences in different people's approaches, and you're comfortable enough with the idea to actually take a step and do it. So, um, let's see here, anything else that might be helpful? Okay, yeah, two additional points. One, the smell. I didn't, you know, I heard a lot about it, and especially if you shoot the animal in the guts, then you could have some, some bad smell. When I was doing it, I had good shot placement. The, the smell to me was, there was really no big deal. It kind of smelled like a fishy smell. Like if you've ever, you know, gutted fish or something, you know, right away, 
it kind of had a little bit of just sort of this faint fishy smell but it, it was nothing there was i didn't have to guard my nose it was just like hmm, okay so that's what that smells like no big deal didn't cause me any any issues no stomach problems uh it was totally fine didn't have a, a problem with that at all so smell is not really a big deal it's something that you can get used to it's something that you can uh you know, I don't even want to say power through because it, it really is nothing to power through. It's just like, okay, that's what that smells like. And then you, that's fine. No biggie. So there's that, you know, don't let that be, be a hindrance. Don't let that be something that gets into your head. Obviously when you're watching the videos, that's sort of the one thing that's absent. It's, it's not part of the videos. You're, you're, you don't have that part of the experience, but that's kind of the only other additional part of it that other than you're touching it. Is, is that the other side the thing that caught me a little bit off guard was I kind of felt like you know you're doing an operation and it, it not in a weird way it's kind of weird not in a bad or squeamish kind of way but it, it made me appreciate things more it made me appreciate doctors more it made me appreciate life more uh, it made me appreciate how the body works and how God made even the human body more because you're you're looking on the inside of this animal and you've got all these, you know, different organs and stuff. And a lot of them are really small and they do all these important things. And I was just looking at it and it just, you know, I didn't think about it all in the moment, but after the fact, I just sort of had this additional appreciation for a whole plethora of things which I didn't expect and I think was actually a plus. It was a it was a positive experience, not a negative. So just something to think about, something to be aware of. Uh, again, it's an easy process. You can do it. It's not a big deal. It's not that difficult. It's fast. You know, you're going to watch all these videos. The guys in the videos can do it faster than they're doing it. They're just having to narrate and give more information and take it slowly. So this is a five to 10 minute job. Um, and here's the thing. I, some of the videos are people who are absolute experts, or excuse me, they're experts, they're masters, they're finely tuned at this. Some of the videos, they do a bit of a hack job. And you know, you're wondering like, wow, well after you watch the guy that's really good at it and you see the guy that's not that good at it, but you're like, you know what, I can do this. It doesn't have to be this perfect, meticulous, amazing job. You just got to get all the stuff out and try not to get any of the, the wrong gunk in the wrong place. It's, it's, you, you can do a hack job and it really is not a big deal, especially if you're not going to try to you know mount the head or something like that. It's, you almost can't mess it up if you can keep it clean enough. As long as you don't puncture the guts... And as long as you don't get, you know, any feces or anything in the cavity, you almost can't mess it up. So you could totally, literally do a hack job your first time. It'd be terrible. And okay, it's still done in five to 10 minutes and it's, you know, relatively fine. There's no big deal. So the next episode, we're going to talk about where to, what to do with the deer after you feel dressed it, after you get it out of the field, where do you take it? How do you evaluate that process? Where do you go from there? But I just wanted to focus on this item today because I think there's so much anxiety around it that it's it's important to talk about. 
it's important to give you guys a realistic perspective and, and how to look at it from, from the first time. So, like I said, go to the go to the show notes for this episode, newhuntersguide.com. Watch the videos, watch them again, watch more videos, and I would really appreciate if you guys subscribe to the podcast. Uh, however you'd like to listen to it on, if you're on iTunes, if you're on Google Podcasts, Stitcher, subscribe. You can go to the website and subscribe via email. And please leave us a review uh, wherever you listen to if, there, if there's reviews there. iTunes is great. Stitcher is great. Anywhere you've got reviews, please leave us a good review. And uh, appreciate you guys for listening. Have yourselves a wonderful day. God bless and go get them.